0: welcome to neighbor up spotlight i'm carol malone your host thank you for joining me today neighbor up spotlight showcases citizens making positive contributions to their neighborhoods in our city my guest today is dr gregory c hutchings jr the outgoing superintendent of the shaker heights city school district before we get started i would like to tell you something about my guest today. In 2013, Dr. Hutchings became the superintendent of the Shaker Heights City School District. During his tenure, he accomplished a great deal in Shaker. Before coming to Shaker, he was the director of the pre-K through 12 initiatives for the Alexandria, Virginia City Public Schools and held leadership roles in the public schools of Manassas, Virginia and Nashville, Tennessee. Dr. Hutchings holds a B.S. degree in Interdisciplinary Studies from Old Dominion University, a Master's in Educational Leadership from George Mason University, and a Doctorate in Educational Policy, Planning and Leadership from the College of William & Mary. He and his lovely wife Cheryl, who is a minority business owner of the Carter Hutchings LLC Financial a consulting company, have two children who attend Shaker Schools, and he is now an honorary member of the Neighbor Up Network. Welcome to Neighbor Up Spotlight.
1: Yes, thank you for having me.
0: Oh, well, it's gl- I'm happy for you to be here. I'm happy to be here as well. So yeah. now let's get
1: started. What inspired you to come to you Shaker? You know, it's a funny story uh, because initially I was invited to come and visit my aunt and uncle who live in Cleveland Heights. Okay. So Kathy and Marlon Primes. And uh, this was when my wife and I first got married. We were trying to decide where we were going to live. Mm-hmm. And we just chose to live in the D.C. area instead of Cleveland, okay. right? <laughs> so my aunt and uncle was like, how could you not come move here? It's up and coming. This is for young professionals. And uh, it just wasn't the right time for us. But, you know, you fast forward a few years and a really good friend of mine who is the pastor of Antioch Baptist Church, uh, Reverend Todd Davison. Okay, well, you and, know, I'm a member of Antioch Baptist oh, you're Church. A member of Antioch. My family
0: goes back to 1922
1: there. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, you, so that means, you know, Dr. Davidson.
0: Well, I've met, I, I actually, I haven't met, I actually, I'm really know Dr. Marvin McMichael very yes, well. Mr. Yes. Mc- and he, he, I understand he just spoke there recently. I think last Sunday and I missed him. Yes,
1: yeah, so yeah. so my aunt and uncle, they've been members of the church as well for okay. over twenty years. Okay. And um so so Dr. Davis and I, we went to a grad school together at William and Mary. Okay. And he had gave he had given me a telephone call. He had just became the you know the pastor at Antioch and he said there's going to be an opening in Shaker Heights and you should think about applying for the superintendent job. And I said, I'm not coming to Cleveland, Ohio. It's too cold. <laughs> it's too much snow.
0: That's what everybody saying. Yeah. But when <laughs> was, they get here, they love it. That's right. And then yeah. when I got here,
1: I, we did. We fell in love with it instantly. Yeah. But uh, so he, he kept giving us telephone calls or kept calling me saying, yeah. you know, you really need to consider and you need to apply. Yeah. And I put it on hold for about three months. And uh, the city finally posted a leadership profile and what they were looking for in the next superintendent. And when I read that profile, I felt like it was exactly what I had to offer. Yeah, you fit the you fit the and bill. I felt like I fit the bill. Yeah. You know? So my wife and I we drove up to Shaker Heights, and I, I spoke with um, our real estate agent, who's still our real estate agent today, Lisa Gaines, okay. uh, with Keller Williams. And she gave us a ride around the city, and she showed us all these beautiful homes. And we were driving back to DC, and my wife said, "You better." A apply for that job because <laughs> that's a beautiful community for us to raise yeah, our kids yeah and i'm glad you know she gave me her blessing because when i got back home my application was already completed anyway well, but i hit the submit button and the rest is pretty much history history and here yeah. you are and here i am five years into the job that is amazing now listen given shaker's history of integration
0: and diversity since the 1960s and the continued concern for academic equality, what are some of the initiatives that you put into place to address those concerns?
1: Well, you know, I mean, Shaker has a huge um, history or a very significant history in regards to equity and diversity and integration. And um, we really wanted to build on that traditional, uh, that tradition of excellence in the Shaker schools. So what I believe that we've brought in as a team, because, you know, I can't do this by myself. I have a great team who really support, who support our work and support our school district. Um, school district, uh, but we brought in an equity task force just recently over the past year. And our focus is solely on how do we ensure that 100% of our students, um, that their needs are met and that Absolutely. we meet them where they are and we provide them with the supports so that they can be successful. And you know, one major highlight that I think <laughs> kind of helped us with this work to even like tee up the work of the equity task force was our strategic plan that was adopted by our Board of Education in July of 2014. And it's a very, uh, I think it's ambitious, but it's definitely attainable. That's um, absolutely but there's six right. goals with strategic initiatives that really drives the work that we do on a day-to-day basis uh, in the Shaker Schools. And it has been, I believe, the hallmark of our work thus far. Well, you know, I got the application for the strategic
0: uh, planning team, and I did put in my application as well. Oh, great, because we're looking,
1: we're about to start our new uh, strategic plan. Yeah, so I, so I, strategic I did plan. submit
0: my application, too, to uh, be a part of that. So I, I hope to hear from you guys. Excellent. <laughs> you should hear something soon. I hope so. So now, um, do you think that you have been successful in changing the culture for the better for all students in Shaker?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we still have a lot of room to grow, um, but I do think over the past five years we've had tremendous strides in regards to serving all of our students. And in particular, um, I think that, you know, some of the, the main initiatives that I think has had an impact is our family and community engagement center, where we are trying to make sure that our families are engaged in the Shaker Schools, yes. that our community is engaged, whether yes. it's businesses or organizations, to partner with the Shaker Schools to address the needs of our young people. Yes. Um, we're also providing alternative pathways for our students uh, to obtain a Shaker Heights diploma. And that is through our Innovative Center for Personalized Learning. Which launched about three years ago. Yes. And the goal was that, you know, every student can't be successful in a traditional high school environment. Yeah, everybody
0: has different learning styles. They have different learning styles,
1: they have different learning needs. Needs, correct. Uh, You know, our high school is very large, it's about 1,800 students. So it's a large high school. And we wanted to make sure that we offered other ways for students to still obtain that Shaker diploma and still have that Shaker um, experience, but through a personalized uh, setting. So we now have the IC, which is also the Innovative Center for Personalized Learning, where students are taking blended learning courses. Uh, Students are able to take up to 30 credit hours for uh, college credit hours before they graduate from Shaker High School. And then some students never step foot on our campus. All of their courses are done online. And uh, they're, they're taking classes at home. And we had a case where uh, we had a student who was overseas for a couple of months and they wow. were still able to keep up with their work and come right back to the high school. That's so we have great. multiple ways uh, to really address and meet their needs. But that's, that's those wonderful. are some of the things that we're yeah, doing.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful. And for students you know, who may be having a little time or struggling a little bit, that really takes the stress off to know that they are able to still achieve the, you know, academic success and get their diploma
1: without having to worry about how do I how do I make it through? Yes, you know, because you give a lot of options. Yeah, and that's you know, and Shaker, I mean, we we want our kids to be successful. Yeah. We want them to go off and do wonderful things, like you, as a Shaker <laughs> grad. Uh, we want you them know. to do some wonderful things in this yeah. world. But we have to realize that there is not just a one size fits all approach. Right. That we have to really adjust and meet our students where they, they are, are right. not where we want them to be. Exactly. Well said. Now when you were in high school,
0: you were an outspoken advocate and you did something that changed the course of your life with the help of a supportive educator by the name of Mr. Porter. Tell us about that experience and the, and the importance of advocacy and the need for educators who believe in a student's ability to succeed. That's because right. Because a teacher who believes in you, like I told you, my mother was a Cleveland I come from a long line of teachers. My mother, grandmother was a teacher in Birmingham, Alabama. Wow. She owned her own accredited barber college and beauty school. My grandmother graduated was a friend and protege of Madam C.J. Walker, Then my mother taught here in the city of Cleveland, uh, taught for the city of Cleveland for 34 years as a school teacher. That's amazing. So my mother was an old school teacher, and she made a difference. I still have all of my mother's letters from parents and students. Yeah, I saved all this. I still have my mother's lesson plans, all her stuff. And she really was an old school teacher. And so I saw her make a difference.
1: So how important is that? So you were destined for greatness before you even (laughs) were.
0: With that lineage, you were destined for greatness for sure. Yeah, but I watched my mother change a lot of students' lives. So I know it's
1: important.
0: So if you could speak yeah. to that. So,
1: so Mr. John Porter, he is one of my mentors. He yeah. is somebody that I look up to. He inspired me. He literally changed the trajectory of my entire life, and I, I'm still we're good friends even to today. Which I
0: think that's so uh, great when yes. I yeah when I saw that piece. <laughs> and he's, he,
1: he was he was my high school principal. Yeah. Um. And you know he was the principal of TC Williams High School, and at that time when I was in tenth grade, uh, there was a policy that. That you could not get into honors classes unless you met a certain GPA requirement as well as an assessment score requirement. And I didn't meet those requirements. Yeah. So, well, you know, I wasn't able to sign up for the course. And I felt that I wanted to go to college and I wanted to be challenged. Mm-hmm. And I deserved that right to be in those classes as well. Yeah. So, you, you had to that believe in yourself. I had to believe you in yourself. myself. Right. I'm like, I didn't need somebody right. else to tell me tell I believe I, I can in do yourself. it. You know, and I wanted to do it. Yeah. I had, you know, the initiative. I made. I, I took the initiative. Yeah. Uh, So I went around the the high school and and I got uh, my fellow students to sign this petition that, that, you know, I took to (laughs) Mr. Porter. Yeah. Um, you know, I met up. I set up a meeting to meet with the high school principal. right? right? right. And I, I walk in and, I, you know, I say, Mr. Porter, you know, your students believe I should be in an honors class. And I have their signatures to prove it. <laughs> right. And uh, Mr. Porter, he, you know, at first I was thinking, what is he going to do? Right. Like, what is he going to say? Right. But he literally walked me down the hallway to our um, guidance office That's to wonderful. meet with our school counselors. And he said to enroll Gregory into honors classes. And that was the first moment I had in my life that I realized that my voice was power. Right. And that if someone listened and believed in what I was saying, and if they kind of helped me, that anything was possible. That's right. And moving forward, as I looked at my life, you know, I, I feel like I blossomed after that. I yeah. became the senior class vice president, and I yeah. was prom You on a roll. I was like, I could do anything. <laughs> right. You on
0: a roll. You know,
1: and and I think that he really lit that fire. Yeah. Um, and M- Mr. Porter, even when I went off to college, he still would contact me, and he would try to get me to come back to teach, you know, in <laughs> Alexandria City Public Schools, yeah. uh, which I did. And I ended up going to another school district to teach, but he, he stayed in contact with me. So it's really full circle that now I'm yes. going back. it really yeah.
0: is. It, it, it's, it's a wonderful story. I mean, I'm so glad that, that that you're here and I'm able to talk with you for real. I, I, this is something I, I had to do. Well, I appreciate that. So really listen, now, you don't, you don't shy away from the issue of
1: race. <laughs> no, I and don't. And I
0: love that about you. <laughs> I do. So as an educator, administrator, and
1: parent, why is this important to you? Well, you know, I I think it's the hallmark of our entire country, right? You know, when we talk about race, it's important for individuals to be proud of who they are. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, the media has done so much in regards to making particularly African-Americans or or people of color feel less than. Yes. And, you know, it's important for me as well as our children. My wife and I, as we're raising our two children, that, you know, we talk about the pride in being, you know, who you are. That's right. and, And loving who you are and knowing about your History, you know, and I think that if we don't learn about our history, it will repeat itself. And you, that has been, to me, one of the huge barriers for uh, this generation. They don't understand, you know, the shoulders that, that we they stand, stand on. on. You That's know, right. And I think that if they, if they could realize, you know, especially in the African American community, what our ancestors and what even my family members have overcome. Yes. That anything is possible, and how dare us not take advantage of everything that we can? That's right. You know, it's bigger than just being able to ride. A bus, yes. Like now, we can receive a high quality education. You know, now we can actually walk into a building through the front door. That's right. You know, we That's don't have right. to go, go through, through the, the back, back door. door. Right. You know, we can own a home wherever we choose. Right. We can have a bank account wherever we want to have a bank account. And I think that, uh, you know, race. Is, is just such is such an important topic that i every moment i can i try to say something positive especially yes. about our african-american children because i look at myself as an example and a role model and i don't take that lightly yeah uh, and i and that's why i'm always bringing it up well, I, listen, I looked at you. Like I said, I read everything. And so I went through your Twitter
0: feed and I loved all the stuff that you post and the, and the activities that you had at the school for the students and particularly the African-American students. I loved you and the dashiki and the Wakanda yes. forever. <laughs> I loved it. I loved That's it. That's right. So now at the end of the 2018 school year, you will be uh, returning to your hometown of Alexandria, Virginia. Yes. As a graduate of TC Williams High School, the home of the Titans, that's right, and a, a, a former edu- and you're a former educator there and an administrator. How does it feel to return to your hometown as the new superintendent?
1: Yes, you. I, I, I'm excited like for you. I, I'm excited. You <laughs> yeah. know, I, I pinch myself all the time to say, "Am I going to wake up? Is this a dream?" <laughs> uh, because it genuinely is a dream come true for me. I feel like it is full circle for my life yeah. and my career. It's
0: it's a great yeah. It's a great story. It really,
1: I mean, to be able really to go is. back yes. to a community that gave me my, my initial start. Yes. Right. Like that's where I started, you know, my life. I started kindergarten, yeah. went all the way through, through 12th grade and graduated yeah. from the T.C. Williams high school. Yes. Remember the Titans? Yes. They're right. You know, Denzel Washington, <laughs> Washington playing right. our very own coach, uh, coach Herman Boone. Oh my gosh. You know, like that to me is just, yeah. it's, it's so amazing. It, it
0: gives me tingles. Yeah. And yeah. it's the
1: biggest gift. You know, yeah. I feel that, you know, you know, when when you're called to do this kind of work, you know, and I call edu- I'm an educator, you know, yes. I'm always going to be an educator. Yes. And people say superintendent, but I'm an educator. Yes. Right. I believe in helping young people. Yeah. And inspiring the next generation. It is a calling. It's a calling. It is a calling. It's a calling. Yeah. And to be able to, you know, go back. To the place where there were so many teachers and principals and just people, you know, community members who stood behind me and believed in me. Yes. That this is the biggest gift I can give back to say thank you for what you have done for my life, and now I'm going back to help other children have these wonderful, you know, life experiences. So it's amazing. It's very amazing.
0: And 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 what you've done for me in that as a as a um, Shaker alumni you know you've inspired me so much I'm telling you when I came up to the ice cream social I mean I went to the office the next day to the alumni office I mean I was inspired to get involved when I saw you and so many alumni are and that's what we want to do we want to be able to come back to shaker and to give so you really have inspired people and particularly a lot of African-American alumni if you don't know that I'm telling you that well I'm glad you know, for glad us that I to come back to. to get in to get to get involved so and, and 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 since meeting you and talking with you I've definitely been spreading the word to alumni Members, so I want to thank you for that. Well, I appreciate. I, that. I
1: really, really, I mean that. And it's really about each one teach one. Yes, right. You know, I think that when you make it in this world, mm-hmm. shame on you if you don't look back right over your life, mm-hmm. and you want honor the people who made that, you know, made that way for you, who opened that door for you, who took that risk for you. That's right. Like shame on you if you don't
0: do that for someone else. That's the truth. That is the truth. So now what words of wisdom do you have for students, parents and educators who are committed to an equitable, equitable
1: education for all students? You know, I I just say, and I I tell this to our young people all the time. I say, you have to, you know, you have to be an advocate. You have to speak up And I think it's important for us to, one, remember that we deserve to be at the table. That's right. Especially people of color. You know, you deserve to sit at that table. No one should be able to intimidate you or make you feel that you're not good enough. Right. And I think it starts from within. It also starts in our houses. Yes, in our it does. homes yes, To it does. say that we do matter. Yes. All lives matter. That's right. You know, and that you can go out and be anything you want to be. And that really is my words of wisdom to believe in yourself, yes. to lift each other up, yeah. you know, to know your history and to have a voice. Yes. And I think that if you can go through life, you know, speaking up and not just for yourself. But also for others, that you know that this is how the universe works in my world. Yeah, I believe that good things will happen to you yes. in what, your future.
0: And the old saying, "What goes, what goes around, around comes, comes around." around. <laughs> and I, and, I, and right. I take
1: that. I, I think that is very, yeah. very true. And that's it why is. I'm always trying to be caring and yeah. thoughtful and you know courageous yeah. um and it's some It's a lot of what shaker believes you know we're an international baccalaureate school district yes. and we have international baccalaureate attributes that we want all of our kids to possess and that is to be caring and to to be risk takers and yeah. to be in, you know inquirers yeah. you know all of those you know attributes are going to be life Life skills. Yeah. For our young for, people.
0: That's for the rest of your life. For the rest
1: of their lives. For the rest of your life. Now, what do you want your legacy to be for Shaker Schools? And what are you most proud of? So, you know, when I think about my legacy and I've been thinking about that a lot these <laughs> past um, couple of months. Yeah. And, you know, the <clears throat> biggest thing is that I want people to know that I was willing to speak out and to stand up for what I believed in. That's important. And I want people to always know that that young people come first in my book. I, I, you know, a lot of, you know, some superintendents say, you know, they believe in teachers, which I believe in teachers. They believe in parents. I believe in our community. But my number one priority are young people. Yes. And I want my legacy to be that, you know, I did whatever I could, whatever that was in, within my power to do to make you know, the lives of our young people better and to open doors for them yes. and to help remove those barriers. Yes. And I only paved the way. You know, I, I wasn't able to finish the race, right? Yes. Um, my race, I think, is not going to be finished here in Shaker Heights. I mean, it's evident now because now I know I'm going to Alexandria. Yeah. However, I was able to to get the jump start. Yeah, absolutely. And to say, you know what, we can do this. Yes. And we have put together systems and we've put together practices. Yes. And we have a plan to make sure that 100% of these young people will be successful and I I know we're going to make that goal. I know we're going to get the gold medal. Yes, and I love how you say 100%. Everybody. That's right, and everybody. Just,
0: and I just also want to say, too, that you are, when you got the appointment, that was your first appointment as superintendent, and you're one of the youngest superintendents right. in the country.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm not as young anymore. But <laughs> I started out when I was 35. I'm 40 now. <laughs> well, so well, yeah, yeah. I can
0: always tell people, nah, I'm
1: 40. I made it.
0: <laughs> well, I'll be the big 63 in October. Well, well you don't look
1: 63. <laughs> well, thank you so very I'm much. I'm like, you're looking really good. So <laughs> well, whatever you. you're doing, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Keep it up.
0: Well, listen, before we conclude our conversation, I would like to share a quote from my guest, Dr. Hutchins, with our audience. I want to be known as someone who empowered our young people to actively engage their education and to use their voice as power and to do do something about the national achievement gap They have the power to ensure that our classrooms are safe for all students, regardless of sexual orientation, cognitive ability, or race. And that they have the power to hold the districts accountable to ensure that they are engaged in high-quality education that prepares them for the world. And I think that is well said. I really do. You're quite welcome. As a former resident of the historic Ludlow neighborhood and Shaker alumni in 1960 to 1974, as we call ourselves, Soulful 74, (laughs) I want to reiterate what I said to you in a previous interview. Your appointment as the first African-American superintendent for the Shaker Heights School School District was historic and important. When I saw you, it gave me hope for our children, and I'm proud of you. You changed the game. You raised the bar real high you will be a hard act to follow. Thank you, Dr. Hutchings, for visiting with us today, and it has been my honor to talk with you. Thank I you really so much. appreciate it. You are quite welcome. Yes. I want to thank our audience for stopping by today. Please join us next time as we continue our conversation with Cleveland residents who are making positive contributions to their neighborhood in our city. Once a month, Neighborhood Connections hosts a series of network nights. Go to our website to locate a network night in a neighborhood near you. If you have a great idea and want to do something positive for your neighborhood, contact Neighborhood Connections at 216 361 0042 or send us an email at www.neighborhoodgrants.org and like us on Facebook. Get informed, get involved, get connected. I'm Carol Malone, your host. Thank you for joining me today on Neighbor Up Spotlight. Neighbor Up Spotlight is sponsored by Neighborhood Connections and the Cleveland Foundation in association with Bad Racket Recording Studios. Executive producer, creator, writer, host, Carol Malone. Co-producer, Lila Mills. Engineer, co-producer, Henry Rapp. Neighbor Up Cleveland.